On behalf of the family, thank you for joining us today. We're so glad that you could all be here. We're gathered here to remember and celebrate the life of Franklin Pankratz. But we've also gathered here to worship and honor God. There's grief, but there's also much joy as Franklin enters into his eternal home with Jesus. May God grant us his presence, grace, and peace as we've gathered here today. Please hear the word of the Lord from Psalm 71. As for me, I will always have hope. I will praise you more and more. My mouth will tell of your righteous deeds, of your saving acts all day long, though I know not how to relate them all. I will come and proclaim your mighty acts, sovereign Lord. I will proclaim your righteous deeds, yours alone. Since my youth, God, you have taught me, and to this day I declare your marvelous deeds. Even when I am old and gray, do not forsake me, my God, till I declare your power to the next generation, your mighty acts to all who are to come. Your righteousness, God, reaches to the heavens, you who have done great things. Who is like you, God? Let's pray. Almighty God, uh, maker of heaven and earth, how true that is. Who is like you? There is none. And you alone are worthy of our praise and worship. As we remember and celebrate Franklin's life, we honor you as we honor him as one of your children. God, in your boundless compassion, I ask you to console those of us who mourn. We're so thankful for that reassurance that those that mourn will be comforted. But God, this morning, uh, we pray that you would help us to see in death the gateway to eternal life. Bless our time as we've gathered together in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, and we pray in his name. Amen. Good morning. I'm Gene Pankratz, the uh, second oldest of five sons that our dad had, and I'll be reading our dad's life story here this morning. Franklin Pankratz was born on a farm to John and Eva Ettinger Pankratz on February 11, 1924, near Inman, Kansas. He was granted the desire of his heart by quietly receiving his eternal reward on his 98th birthday. He passed away at Sunshine Meadows Retirement Community on February 11, 2022. Franklin grew up on a farm north of Inman as the middle child. He had an older brother, Emerson, and his younger sister, Joanne. Both siblings have talked about memories of Franklin as being fun and thoughtful. Franklin also spoke fondly of them, especially about getting his older brother's hand-me-downs including his used-up cars. 
They also had nicknames for each other. Fred, a.k.a. Emerson, was an awesome storyteller. Pitya, or Pete, a.k.a. Franklin, was ornery and somewhat of a prankster. Johnny, a.k.a. Joanne, enjoyed keeping it going by her own jokes and prodding. Franklin was raised speaking high German and was in for a surprise when he first entered Clark Elementary, a one-room schoolhouse where English was the only language spoken. He enjoyed grade school, but several of the best decisions in his life were made during his high school years. As a sophomore, Franklin accepted Jesus as his savior in an evangelistic meeting at Bueller MB Church. During his senior year, he met the love of his life, Catherine Regeer. He also enjoyed agriculture above and beyond the other topics he studied and was on a crop and livestock judging team that were state champs his senior year. It was on May 19, 1946, that Franklin and Catherine were united in marriage. They made their first home on a farm northwest of Inman. It was there that Jim was born in June of 1947 and Jean in July 1948. In 1949, they moved to a home east of Bueller. During these years, Franklin worked for Ettinger Brothers Construction as a bricklayer and drove an LP gas truck for his brother. In 1955, Franklin moved his family to what is considered the home place, the farm northwest of Inman that his grandparents and parents had owned for generations. It was there where Keith was born in February 1956 Lee in August 1958, and Bob in August 1959. Franklin loved to work with his boys on the farm and taught them many life lessons there. He lived and farmed at the home place until his retirement in 2002. In 1996, Catherine was diagnosed with cancer. This changed Franklin's focus and energy to that of taking care of his wife. They fought a good fight together for four years until mom received her eternal reward in May 2000. Franklin left the farm soon after and resided in Bueller for 20 years, 11 and a half of those at Sunshine Meadows Retirement Community. Franklin desired to live his life with integrity and serving others. He knew that God had blessed him and his family and he wanted his family to bless others as well. God's word and worshiping with others was a high value. Though storms passed through over his fields on numerous Sundays, he always trusted that God would take care of him and the needs of his family and followed his belief to not work on the Lord's Day. Even though Franklin worked numerous jobs, he had, he had made time to enjoy his family and extended family together. Family time around the dinner table was a priority and he loved the conversations that occurred during those times. There were many memories of a home filled with fun and laughter as jokes or stories were told. Franklin loved the promise of Deuteronomy 7, 9. Know therefore that the Lord your God is God. He is the faithful God, keeping his covenant of love to a thousand generations of those who love him and keep his commandments. Passing his faith on to his children, grandchildren, and beyond was the essence of his life. His heritage includes five sons and their wives, Jim and Helen, Jean and Miriam, Keith and Jan, Lee and Kelly, and Bob and Kelly. 
16 grandchildren, 23 great-grandchildren, and one great-great-grandchild. His sister Joanne Snyder and her family, as well as numerous other relatives and friends. We as a family express our deep appreciation for those who celebrate his homecoming with us and the special care given from Sunshine Meadows and Good Shepherd Hospice. Though we sorrow his absence, we rejoice in the knowledge of his entrance into eternal glory. Lord, we so thank you for your love and grace and mercy that you show, showed to dad and to mom and for the parents you gave us. We thank you for their teaching us to love you and to walk with you. And Lord, we just ask that you would help us to love you deeper, to love others well, love our family well, and Lord, that our lives would bring honor and glory to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Would you please stand with us now and sing Wonderful Grace of Jesus.
continue singing with us. day that will be. <laughs> so we have just this incredible heritage that we get to celebrate together. And so five of the grandkids are going to come up now and share some memories they have of Grandpa. And so I wanted to let you know how this is going to happen. Obviously, this is a grandkid, one grandchild from each family. And they will um, share in that order. I, are they in? I don't think. Are they in the program? I don't think they are, so I'm going to introduce you guys. Um, Melissa Hamby is Jim and Helen's daughter. Andy is Gina and Miriam's son. Drew, Keith, and Jans, and Lane is Lee and Kelly's, and Brennan is Kel and I. So um, bless you guys as you um, share a little bit about Grandpa's life. Good morning, everyone. Like Uncle Bob said, I am Melissa Hamby, the daughter of Jim and Helen Pankratz. 
and I've been asked to reflect briefly on the memories of Grandpa that my brothers and I had through the years. So here is the condensed version. When we think back about Grandpa, he definitely was a faithful, godly man who lived his life for Christ. He always opened up his Bible, usually reading a Psalms or a Proverbs before starting his day. When it was time to eat breakfast, Grandpa always combined two different cereals, even if they didn't go together in flavor. <laughs> Besides Grandpa being a child of God, we remember Grandpa being a hard-working farmer who worked long hours in the field. My brothers and I had many fond memories of the farm. I enjoyed helping Grandma prepare the sandwiches to take to Grandpa and my uncles. We would take the food out to the fields so they could take a little break from their day, long day of harvesting. My brothers had the opportunity to help Grandpa and our uncles, quote, disc after wheat crops were cut. It was a bonus for my brothers to help Grandpa on the weekends because he would treat them to Pizza Hut and McPherson, and they even got pop. <laughs> We also remembered when we stayed several nights with our grandparents, they would lay us down, have us take naps in the afternoon, and Mark specifically recalls when Grandpa would wind the clock, setting the timer for our nap. And Scott and his brothers have memories of eating ice cream at Dairy Queen and playing at the park in McPherson. On a funny note, Grandpa came to celebrate Steve's 30th birthday in Kansas City when Steve received a gold bracelet from mom and dad, grandpa commented that you're missing something, the earrings to match. <laughs> Whenever Steve and Camille would come into town, they would always go visit grandpa. He would listen to them talk about everything, and then they would listen to his words of wisdom. Grandpa showed his kindness and thoughtfulness to others when he would always ask Camille, how is your dad doing? And your mom too. Tell, tell them I said hello. Our grandpa had a special place in our hearts because he was the only grandparent who got to meet and enjoy our kids, his great-grandchildren. Our children were blessed to have the opportunity to have a relationship with their great-grandpa. What a lasting influence he had on them. While Grandpa was living at the Bueller Sunshine Home in his later years, it was my family's tradition to go visit him on Halloween. Oh, how it put a smile on his face to see my kids dressed up in their costume, and he had his bucket full of candy ready to give out by the handfuls. Not only did he love seeing his great-grandchildren, he also looked forward to playing dominoes with me on a weekly basis. When playing chicken foot with Grandpa, I always had to be on my toes because Grandpa, every now and then, would be sneaky and lay a domino where it didn't belong, waiting to see if I would catch it. When I noticed, Grandpa would have a big smile on his face and laughter filled the room. When we finished playing dominoes, Grandpa and I would have lunch together. As we walked down the hallway, the residents filled the halls as they awaited to eat at the cafeteria, and Grandpa would gladly tell them, we are eating at Sunny's. <laughs> when Grandpa would tell me stories about the residents, 
he would refer to them as being old. The funny part of this story is that these residents were usually younger than him. <laughs> so no matter how old Grandpa was, he was always young at heart. Not only did Grandpa have a big influence in our lives, he made an impact on the staff at the Bueller Sunshine Home. One of the workers had the honor of spending time with Grandpa the final day, singing, praying, and holding his sweet hand. She said, what an incredible legacy of faith he leaves behind. We will miss him dearly. The sweet smile will never be forgotten. With all this being said, Grandpa loved his family and the staff that cared for him. But more than that, he prayed and longed to go to his forever home. So we believe it was a blessing and a perfect gift for Grandpa to enter heaven's gates on his birthday. We feel that Jesus welcomed Grandpa into this kingdom by saying, well done, good and faithful one. We will miss you, Grandpa, but you will forever be in our hearts. I'm Andy Pankratz, Jean uh, and Miriam's son. My sisters, just so you know, um, are Karen and Janine. And it was, it was really fun for us this last week to reminisce about Grandpa and Grandma and the farm. It's been a while since I thought about the farm. Um, one of my most enduring memories of the farm was water fights. And <laughs> when I say water fights, I don't mean, don't picture squirt guns. Um, water fights were five-gallon buckets, wash basins, anything that could hold multiple gallons of water at a time. And if memory serves me right, my grandma was usually the instigator of these water fights. But, but I can remember once they started, grandpa was, was usually the main actor and keeping them going. Um, my, my older cousins will certainly remember um, that grandma and grandpa, they used to hide secrets from us grandkids by speaking in German, and so we'd be in a conversation, and all of a sudden, grandma and grandpa switched to German, and we're like, no, everybody leans in. No, we know this is important, and so we're, we're always trying to figure out German growing up. My sisters reminded me of a specific game night at the farm. Um, this night, we were playing Scategories. Uh, for those not familiar with the game, in the game Scategories, you're given a theme, and you're given a letter, and then you come up with as many words as you can uh, that match that theme. So this specific night, the round theme was things found in the ocean, starting with the letter D. So for example, you might say,